Wrestling Podcast Universe, you found your way to the Nuclear Heat Podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Pat. I'm Mike. And this week we have a special guest. Anthony. Anthony. Anthony, I know you don't regularly watch wrestling. We just got done watching this week's SmackDown. What did you think? What did you take away? I really want pancakes now. <laughs> really want pancakes now. Well, that's great. It sounds like the New Day is achieving their goals. They've made you want pancakes. Uh, we had a pretty good week in wrestling this week. Uh, Raw wasn't the best, but I think they made a comeback with SmackDown. Uh, so why don't we get uh, right into it? You want to hit your highlights of the week? Oh, highlights of the week. What was your favorite bit this week, Cassandra? I had three favorite matches. Three so favorite matches? On Raw, my favorite one was Finn Balor and Kevin Owens. On SmackDown, it was New Day versus Rusev, Smojo, and Miz. And then for the women, it was Charlotte versus Becky. And I think those were all good picks. Uh, I think overall, I will, I'll go with uh, uh, Finn Balor's match. Yeah, but I think that's my top favorite. But I really did like the New Day, and because uh, they're the best. <laughs> so, so we've got a room full of New Day fans. Sandra, New Day fan. Anthony, Mike, are you a New Day fan? I'm, I'm a fan of a New Day. Yeah. I'm, I'm a is it a New Day or the New Day? The New Day. The New Day. New Day. That sounds more cultish. New Day. New Day. Well, funny that you should bring that up. The original version. We are right here. <laughs> <laughs> the original version of the New Day bit, which didn't stick, had them uh, being. Purple uh, Nikes and. No, they things. were like. Televangelists almost. Okay. Uh, that it was they were bad guys. It eventually well, morphed, like all televangelists. Oh, like all televangelists. <laughs> uh, that eventually morphed into the new day that we're seeing now. But originally, you know, they had white white button down shirts, black ties, uh, doing the like a modified uh, Jehovah's televangel Witness. Jehovah's Witness televangelist. Uh, um, self-help type of shtick it, it, it wasn't good the the new new day no, it, is it much seems, better than the old new day but it, it does seem like a very clear like straightforward rabbit trail from <laughs> uh door knocking evangelist to bootio singlet yes yeah. it does I, it I can makes see perfect that. sense when you put it that way all right let's get into what happened on raw Raw, we opened up with uh, Elias out to sing a song to the crowd. Uh, I know you like Elias. I love Elias. Sam, I love Elias. Uh, did you? Did, did he have any uh, any one-liners that caught your attention this week? Um, let's see. He refers to himself as the company's most valuable asset. Um, he talked about when he hit uh, Seth Rollins with a guitar, the power of the wind in his fist. Smashing the guitar against his back. Just talk shit on Seth Rollins for a little while. And then uh, got the crowd to sing some song with him and then berated them again. It's always fun. <laughs> it is always fun. Uh, my favorite bit from Elias this week was, Think of how bad I felt. I had to smash one of my favorite guitars. Yeah. Which, is, <laughs> which was good. Uh, so then we had uh, Seth Rollins came out and... Uh, it was a guitar versus steel chair, and then 
eventually, uh, Seth got the advantage on Elias, and then Jinder Mahal came out and attacked uh, Seth Rollins from behind. And then Roman Reigns came out and made the save. So, I don't know. What do you think about them using uh, Seth Rollins' popularity to... Um, I don't really like Roman Reigns. He's really boring. I know that they like him, but he also... He's the future of the company. The big dog. He looks he's like in the yard. a henchman in a bad action movie. He wears, like, a bulletproof <laughs> vest with, like, black camo pants tucked into combat boots. Oh. With no shirt underneath. Greasy, slick back hair. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's not a good look. So he's, like, the henchman of a Bond villain. Yes. Uh, yeah, he's not the main villain. Yeah, no, he's exactly. the odd job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, he's yeah. boring. Super boring. Yeah, so using Seth's popularity to get over Roman is not my favorite thing either, but uh, we had Roman come out to make the save for Seth, and then out came Kurt Angle, who for some reason stopped his music early. He wanted to immediately get to making the tag match between... Uh, uh, Elias and Jinder and Seth and Romans. So, did you have any comments on the match? Um, let's see. We had down, so Seth Rollins came out in his Deadpool outfit again, which I like. Um, let's see. I didn't really have many notes because I was kind of bored. It was a little boring. It was not the best match. But uh, in the end, Elias Elias looked pretty strong. Yeah, DDT'd Seth Rollins onto a chair. Yeah. And then um, did a spinning neck breaker on him onto the chair. Yeah, which makes, uh, at least builds Elias up a little bit for a realistic match with Seth. So next, just happy that Elias won. (laughs) Just happy that Elias won. Always rooting Mm -hmm. for the heels. Yeah. then we had uh, Kurt Hawkins come out to talk about his 199 match losing streak. I just wrote who because I didn't know who he was and didn't well, care. Well, Kurt Hawkins has uh, been on a 199 match losing streak, and he looked very close to beating the jobber that came out with him, the local enhancement talent, and he had promised everyone in the crowd a free taco if he won that night, but. Uh, when uh, Kurt was about to win, Baron Corbin came out and interrupted and attacked uh, the local talent, which got Kurt Hawkins disqualified and resulted in his 200th loss in a row. Was that a new record? Uh, or is that any kind of record? It, it probably is. I can't remember anybody that's been on a losing streak like that. And... And not been fired and stayed around. Uh, But Kurt is playing it up as a bit now, so he's somewhat cheered by the audience who knows he's going to lose in one of those bizarre ways that WWE fans cheer for things that perhaps they're not supposed to. (laughs) And then the wrestlers and the company realize that they're being cheered and continue doing things that don't make a ton of sense. Yeah, lovable loser. So, yeah, I think 200 losses must be a record. And it's been quite some time since Hawkins had a win. Anyway, that led to one of my favorite lines from the announcers on Monday when Corey Graves said, No tacos for anyone! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they did smash 
through the taco table. Yeah, they, uh, yeah. Those delicious Taco Bell tacos. Yeah, they were. I was surprised that we didn't hear more from the announcers that the obviously Taco Bell tacos were from Taco Bell. I thought for sure. Well, maybe they weren't a sponsor. That it, I thought for sure that it was a sponsor because mm-hmm. you can't miss a Taco Bell taco. Hard-tail it was taco. quite obvious where these tacos had come from. And they will often, you know, have a bucket of chicken mysteriously sitting on the, on the <laughs> announce table when it's... Uh, KFC sponsoring the night, so I thought for sure it was a uh, product placement, but apparently not. Uh, it all depends on how much money they pay toward it. Like, okay, we'll have we'll have your tacos on the table, and just like your logo kind of blips across. Oh, there was no logo. It. It no just, logo whatsoever. No, then I don't think it, paid yeah, nothing. Paid nothing. But it was it was odd. It was an odd spot. All right, so next we had uh, Natalia and Rhonda. Well, you missed something really important. Oh, did I? I'm sorry. Go ahead. They cut to the back with my boy Kurt Angle fake texting again. <laughs> yes. And so uh, Baron Corbin interrupted him and announced that Stephanie McMahon made Baron Corbin the new constable to Raw to assist Kurt Angle. What do you think of this? Uh, I have actually have it in my wrap-up as... Um, in my undecided of my liked and disliked things, could be good, could be bad. I don't particularly like Baron Corbin, but um, it, it's something new. It's something new. It's something different that he could uh, have a chance to make something out of. Interesting so. for but, once. Now, how old and viable is Kurt Angle these days? Kurt Angle just this had one of the... texting game is on. Oh, yeah. Kurt Angle just had one of the big matches in WrestleMania three months ago. Now, he isn't a wrestler. He's a general manager. Oh, so okay. He's not wrestling every week. And the admittedly, the big match was uh, Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and uh, uh, Stephanie McMahon. So he didn't have to work a full 20-minute match by himself, and a lot of the time was spent getting Ronda Rousey over. So no one wants to see (laughs) Kurt have a one-on-one match in the main event of any, even just Raw. I mean, he's clean now, so that's... He was tainted. He was... He had a problem with the prescription painkillers. Okay, well, you know, you, your body gets beat up. It happens, and, yeah. And some notable incidences in the news. Uh, but he's clean now. So he's in good health for a man of his age that's had, you know, multiple broken necks. Mm. Yeah, the, but, only, the only thing I know about Kurt Angle is from back in our record store days mm-hmm. um, when they had, I guess his book just came out and uh, they had to redo all the signings. He decided to shave his head overnight. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big rush, change all the signs before the thing even comes out. So yeah, now probably 16 years later, yeah, still rocking the shaved like head. Yeah. And, yeah. Kurt's I think over 50. Uh, You'd Probably early fifties. Twenty nine years old. Twenty nine years old. <laughs> Broken necks. They age you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle, twenty nine years old. <laughs> Somehow he's been wrestling for I don't know eighteen of those twenty nine years in the WWE. Prodigy. See, eleven years old. Okay. Anyway, so uh, 
next we had uh, Ronda Rousey came out to announce for the Nia Jax versus a Natalia match. Uh, this, this, there were so many problems in this segment. Yeah, I, that's uh, really bad. We could probably spend the next three hours talking about how bad this ten minutes of a wrestling program was. I like Nia and Natalia, and it was oh, awful. Yeah. It was awful. Uh, there. There's so many problems with the build to the Nia versus Ronda match. First of all, that they started them both out as good guys. Second of all, that neither of them is the strongest on the mic or in the ring. I mean, they both... Nia is getting better all the time, but she's not the best in the ring. And Ronda's had one tag team match that... It was very gimmicky. Yeah. You know. Uh, but there was no way she was going to lose to Stephanie McMahon. And not only that, you know, uh, the crowd's going to go crazy to see Ronda punch Triple H. Mm-hmm. But that's that's just throwing fake punches. The crowd is not going to go crazy to see her throw fake punches at Nia. It's just not going to happen. No, no one hates Nia like they hate Triple H, and it's been 15 years since we've seen women being presented legitimately in the ring with a man. It's been since, you know, China. I think they had a couple bits where Beth Phoenix was presented as possibly being able to fight a man, and even neither of those two were ever presented as being able to fight Triple H. Mm-hmm. So... So then we had we had Ronda on um, on the commentary, and she didn't make any sense. And she made literally no sense. I've written down some of her primest comments uh, when they asked uh, her what she was scouting about Naya. She said that she was scouting her personality. Which just even in the context of a fake fight makes absolutely no sense. If, you know, if if you were going out to have an MMA fight with Nia, you would say I'm scouting her wrestling ability or her striking ability or anything besides I'm scouting her personality. Ah, oh, and uh, uh, um, unbelievably bad. Also. Uh, one of the announcers, I can't remember who, said that uh, Ronda might be ripe for the picking for Naya, to which Ronda responded, ripe for the picking is something that only my husband calls me. Yeah. Which is just... <laughs> and and then we went to... Comment? <laughs> we went to just talking about something not, else. Not that, for a family show. Not... <laughs> Well, it sounds like it's like foghorn leghorn. Right? <laughs> I just, it just, it, it made no sense. So then we brought, we got to the end of the, uh, I couldn't even pay attention to the, the, the match that was going on between Naya and Natalia because of the lunatic that was the guest commentator. Eventually we got to... Natalia faking a leg injury very poorly. Some bad, bad acting. And, but... Then, which is fine. It, I mean, it's not a great way for a match to end, but fine. Natalia got hurt, and Naya quickly pinned her. But then we got into 
something that is really kind of a pet peeve that you know we're we're in a time in wrestling where everyone knows it's fake so the writers love to play is this real or is this fake and so we had naya in the ring who is the de facto bad guy in the the de facto heel in the ronda versus naya match in the ring pretending to be upset that Natalia got hurt. And then Rhonda came into the ring angry at Nia for caring for caring about Natalia. To be clear, Nia did not hurt Rhonda or Nia did not hurt Natalia. Natalia got hurt in the process of having a match with Nia. So there was absolutely no reason for Ronda to be mad at Nia. But they had a a bit where they were arguing about who is a better friend. But, uh, yes, they were. Yeah. <laughs> the, now, <clears throat> I am fine with acknowledging the fact that all of these women are actresses, and in real life, they are friends with each other. And all the men are actors, and in real life, they're friends with each other. The biggest bad guy that you see on TV and the biggest good guy that you see on TV go out for beer after the show. Everyone in the world knows that. We've known it for 30 years now. I do now. Well, yes. I Sorry to ruin it for you, Mike. Sorry. Spoilers for the audience. It's, it's fake. And none of them... Some of them may hate each other, just like you hate your coworkers. I used to work with Mike, hated him then, <laughs> hate him now. But on the show, we pretend to be friends, and you know, and lovers, and lovers. And but the the wrestlers, when they pretend to hate each other, they don't really hate each other at that way. But so when the writers bring in, oh, it's they're real friends, but now they're fighting over who's friend. Nonsense. First of all, it's too complicated for a wrestling show. <laughs> you just need to have a good guy and a bad guy who fight each other, and sometimes they're fighting over a gaudy piece of waste jewelry. And that's it. You don't need, you know, fake friendships and bickering. And they seem to do this quite a bit it, still, despite the writing getting better in the women's division. The, the women are fighting over things like, I'm her best friend. No, I'm her best friend. There is no way on earth that you're going to see next week uh, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens arguing over who, who Sammy likes better. You're never going to see John Cena. I'm hoping for it. Yes. Everyone hopes that they'll reverse the writing. Yes. <laughs> the better writing will go to the women, and next week John Cena will be arguing with Stone Cold over who The Rock likes better. Yeah. Uh, the Friday, uh, Friday special. I think that's I'm, the real money in the bank. I, I, I think <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with the Nia and Natalia <laughs> segment. I've thought about it enough. I don't want to. I don't want to think about it anymore. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to Nia and Ronda's match. No, not at all. Uh, and I feel like if they just made Ronda Rousey a bad guy, it, it, yeah. it would be better. Like God did. Yeah. Or be willing to, you know, go full out with... I know Nia just turned uh, turned from heel to face. Just turn her back to heel. heel. 
she was doing pretty well with it. The the storyline with her and Alexa with the bullying it was it was fine for what it was, but it didn't make her a crowd favorite. She's not some conquering hero. Just turn her back into a bad guy. Anyway. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. Well, the thing about bullying is, I know it gets frowned upon a lot in society now, but the plain simple fact is, some people deserve it. <laughs> some people... They really do. <laughs> some, some people do deserve it. But... I mean, what Naya did to Alexa, unacceptable. <laughs> You guys know Alexa was lying when she called Naya a bully, right? No, she, I, they, she told us about Naya bullying her. <laughs> all right. I can't believe that you're all going to start marking out for the heels, and I'll be the <laughs> lone person representing the good guys. I don't even want to represent the good guys, but I'm, I'm, I'm stuck doing it. Anyway. Everybody loves a villain. Anyway, up next we had uh, Renee backstage interviewing Bobby Roode. Uh, Bobby is ecstatic that he has a chance for a surefire way to become next Universal Champion. I actually dozed off during this segment. It was so boring. <laughs> I literally fell asleep and woke up, and it was still going. And so, I, I had to get up and walk away. So it wasn't great, but the one thing that I wanted to comment on is that towards the end of his his interview, Bobby was talking about, you know, oh, I'm going to win, money in the bank, I'm sure to win, all this stuff. And then he said, but tonight my goal against Braun Strowman is simply to survive. Not to win? Besides the fact that you, your goal should always be to win, Braun Strowman is in the money in the bank match with you. Mm -hmm. So tonight... When it's one on one, you're gonna all you're gonna do is try to survive. In two weeks, when it's eight man, every man for himself, with the guy that you're going one on one with tonight, you are guaranteed to win. <sighs> bad writing is bad writing, and that was bad writing. That's some David Arquette level writing. <sighs> We're not talking Pretty about Prince David Jr. Arquette. Junior level writing. Flash season three and four bad writing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got to the Bobby Roode Braun Strowman match, which the high spot of eventually was Bobby uh, leaning a ladder between the barricade and the ring itself. And then, even though Braun Strowman had just watched him do that, tricked Braun Strowman into chasing him around the ring, and then Bobby slid under the ladder. Braun Strowman. Hoping not for a Looney Tunes style collision. I, I, see, the, here is another that, like, I can suspend my disbelief, but what on earth did Bobby Roode think was going to happen? The, the ladder wasn't wedged into anything. So, if a grown man was dumb enough to run into the ladder, all that it was going to do was clatter to the ground. I... I don't know what he thought was going to happen. Anyway, Braun Strowman did not run into the ladder. He saved himself. It was not a Looney Tunes Roadrunner-esque result. But Braun did smash through the ladder with his bare hands, which the... Broke uh, it in two. Broke it in two. Made the uh, announce table go crazy. 
I had written down during this match that Braun Strowman's pants are a patchwork nightmare, <laughs> and that his shirt is way too low cut, and we got more nip slips from him again this week. <laughs> Just Janet Jackson, one one nip hanging out the, for the half of the match. I'm sure he'll be back a lot on TV though. Yeah, it is a it it's a double standard. Yeah, I mean a horrible one. Yeah, and no one punished. Justin Timberlake either. Agreed. Agreed. So it's the true. Well, people did stop listening to his music, right? Oh, I thought that because music sucks. No, they just ended up making him do trolls and trolls too. Um, but then he married Jessica Biel, so. Shut up. Trolls and trolls. Too. I don't know if there's a trolls too, but there's probably going to be. What? Rob's only a fan of trolls one. Um, no, I'm. I'm. I, those movies are like 25 years old. No. No, they just came out like. You're thinking of trolls. No s. These are trolls about the little gremlins with the jeweled belly button and the big hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was thinking of Troll and Troll too. Nilbogs. Nilbog, yes. Goblin spelled backwards, yes. Yes, Justin Timberlake was in those when he was one Negative years three old. years old. <laughs> well, you never know. I I want to get back to wrestling, but trolls were like 15 years ago too. Why yeah, forget about this silly about... stuff. Let's get back to wrestling. Really. Really, like real I want to talk about grown men in their underwear hitting each other. I don't know why we're talking about trolls well, I talk and about trolls, it. Let's too. do it. I'm wearing underwear today. <laughs> anyway, uh, Braun Strowman destroyed Bobby Roode at the end of the match. and That was it. They just cut. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We had Then we had uh, Kevin Owens. Go ahead. I thought we were ending the show. That was no, no. <laughs> That was it for that match. Oh, there's so much more. Anyway, we had Kevin Owens talking about... Uh, Shit-talking Finn. Shit-talking everyone. Uh, he said Braun Strowman's well, big. Well, my favorite thing was he called Finn Balor an Irish myth. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I personally liked Braun Strowman's big. Bobby Roode has a robe. The sky is blue. And I don't care about any of them. <laughs> that was good. That, uh, so then I'm going to cover this just quickly because I already told you how pissed off I was this two segments back. We went backstage where Natty's icing down her broken knee. About Natty Ice. Yeah, uh, Natty Ice. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> and with more bickering between Naya and Ronda Rousey over who is Natty's best friend, which eventually led to Natty walking away and saying that she needed time alone. Although my favorite thing was, I love when the rooms and the backstage are obviously fake. So to make it look like it was the medical room, there was a pack of ace bandages on a shelf, and then a poster of a spine. Yeah. <laughs> that was the whole medical yeah. room. In the away team's <laughs> locker room of whatever arena this was. The standard uh, express. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's that. I'm done with that. Hopefully next week I'll get to tell you how great this all turned out. That <laughs> it's all with the buildup. They've just, you know, they've made something miraculous and wonderful out of this. We'll see. Anyway, out well, next. Speaking of miraculous and wonderful, <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt come out. The deleters of worlds. The deleters of worlds out for their to watch the tag team battle royale and the winners of which will face them next week or is it in money in the bank 
You know what? I'm not sure. I yeah, think I didn't write it down. I'm not sure Whatever. that they've announced when they yeah. when this. Uh, they're gonna face them. Uh, they're gonna face. Uh, we had from the from the peanut gallery the announce booth. Cole said, "Oh, good, the freak shows here." Uh, to which Corey responded, "Do you know what happens when a man gets deleted?" The so, same thing that happens to everything else. Yeah. My favorite. I don't know. What is that? What is that, Mike? Oh, that was from X-Men. Storm. Oh, what, happens when, <laughs> what happens when a toad gets struck by lightning? <laughs> yeah. What happens when a man gets deleted? Yes. I agree. I agree. And they're reincarnations of gods and mystical warriors. This so. is Pat Hardy's bit for the people that have never heard about it. So he used to be a sort of normal wrestler. Um, and then he like left for a while and he came back and he called himself Matt Hardy 2.0. And now he speaks with this crazy accent. And... He thinks that his whole family is reincarnations of gods, including his children and his wife and his father-in-law. And he, his tag team partner was also a normal wrestler. And then they fought at Hardy's compound. And he threw him in what is a lake of uh, reincarnation. And then he came out, and now he's a new guy, too. And now they're totally weird oh, together. So he has a Lazarus pit. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, actually, yeah. it's a very it's a, the the whole the whole bit is very comic booky, and it's throwback to the crazy gimmicks of the eighties. Uh, like he, they had him like riding around on a lawnmower in this bit, chasing the other guy. It was all shot at night. It looked like it was shot at like a Halloween hayride. Like there was like random scary barns around. One of which the guy opened up and it was, um, there was like an old-timey wheelchair on one side and then um, a wrestling ring and then a lawn, another lawnmower that the guy got on again. Yeah. Yeah. It was insane. It was insane. It was like 25 minutes long as well. It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> Matt Hardy also, for some reason, has a, a drone that he flies oh, around yeah. that works that security was... for his house. And the drone was telling him um, what to do <laughs> and helping him in the match. Yeah. He's distracted. Attack him now, Matt Hardy. But... He's Booster Gold, that's Skeets. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's great. Uh, I, I'm a huge fan of Woken Matt Hardy. I'm a huge fan of the Deleters of Worlds. But today's, uh, we had the Tag Team Battle Royal with all of the Raw, some, uh, raw Tag Teams uh, over the top of Battle Royal. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, big surprise early, we had uh, Brizango, uh, Tyler Breeze eliminated Dolph Ziggler. Well, did you say who the teams were in the match? No, why don't you go ahead? It was um, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. Um... The Revival, Brazango, The Ascension, Heath Slater and Rhino, Titus Worldwide, and the B-Team. Okay. So big surprise early was the the first elimination of the night was uh, Tyler Breeze eliminating uh, Dolph Ziggler. And then we had Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre refusing to leave the ring and attacking all of the other teams. But... They never, they didn't succeed in eliminating any of the teams, which I thought was odd. If you're gonna, if you're gonna Have defy the refs around. and stick around, at least throw one of the teams Somebody. over the ropes, or you know, the ref, like, or the, do something. I mean, I mean, 
And especially they're, since they're the bad guys. They're the bad and they've guys. they've been giving them a bad guy push, and then they didn't do shit. Yeah, they just, they briefly beat people up, and then on the second try, listen to the ref. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh... Um, this was followed by Titus getting out. Titus was eliminated during the commercial break. Mm-hmm. Poor Titus. And then the Ascension mm-hmm. were quickly uh, eliminated by Brazango, but Brazango was immediately uh, eliminated by the Revival. But then were quickly eliminated. Uh, by Rhino. Who then was eliminated in an accident, I believe, by the B-team? Yeah, the uh, the B-team got Rhino over the top rope, but he didn't hit the floor, so he was standing on the apron. Oh, yeah, and his partner accidentally killed Yeah, Heath, Heath Slater got... Uh, I don't remember. Oh, no, oh he, he had, had uh, Dallas, I believe, on his shoulders mm-hmm. and was going to give him some kind of airplane spin type of move. It wasn't really clear what he was trying to do, but uh, then Bo Dallas's foot clipped rhino on the apron so rhino fell out and that eliminated slater and rhino so the uh, b team won and they celebrated very hard they had a huge celebration uh, what do you feel about the b team um i like the b team um i think they're fun it's a fun bit i don't think it can last i think they've got to figure out something else but it's interesting now it's good for at least one pay-per-view and I think they're doing a pretty good job of getting us to forget that they were the Miztourage. They're, you know, legitimately just calling them the B-team now. I've already pretty much forgotten that they were the You Miztourage. forgot that they were the Miztourage? I didn't follow it when they were the Miztourage. So. The B-team was formerly the Miztourage. Yeah, I knew that. I watched them a couple times with the Miz. I think they've done a good job of getting that off of them. And, I mean, neither, neither man is ready for... A solo run, so keeping them together is a good idea. Anyway, I, I like but don't love yeah. the Bay team. And hopefully they'll get slaughtered by the Deleters of Worlds, but who's, who knows? Who yeah. knows what'll happen? We're moving for a good match between them. Both weird things. Yeah. So then we had a. Oof. Lashley and Sami Zayn, which I'm wow. totally sick of. Yeah. I, I was in it for the first bit of Sami Zayn making fun of Lashley. Now it's been too much and too long, and this bit was like half an hour long, and I left in the middle because it was totally boring, and I don't even, I didn't even really write anything down. I, I did like that Sammy called the crowd simple Texas folk. I did. And they, they had a nice, you know, visual design to what was going on with Sammy really distant from Bobby, shot over the shoulder so you could see how far he was from the ring. He's doing good heel work, but then Bobby comes out. And it is just, like, smiling and... Doesn't really seem to get it. Yeah, it doesn't seem to... The only time he's gotten pissed off is when he said, saying Zane said, I don't even know if you were ever really in the army. Yeah. And of course I got a huge boo from Texas. Yeah. It just... Uh, I think Bobby's kind of sucking the life out of this thing. Yeah. And uh, They I'm, need to move Sammy on to something else. Yeah, I'm ready for in them fact, both to move on. move back to Kevin Owens. Even though Kevin Owens is doing good. Yeah. I, I, I'm I okay with them keeping him separate from Kevin. Cause they, no, I meant for now until they figure out what to yeah, do with him. I think he needs another opponent besides Bobby Lashley. And Bobby Lashley needs somebody that he can have, you know, more... Boring matches with. I, I think he can maybe? do... I, no, I don't want him to say gender. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think he could do better... With something else. He needs something else. Anyway, moving on. 
We had Jinder and Roman backstage confrontation. And that was that was what it was. You know, bored of those two too. Mm-hmm. I didn't I don't have much to say about that. You? Nope. Okay. That's that. We're both bored of Jinder and Roman. Good job, guys. Uh, then we had the six woman tag match. And uh, so we have Alexis Bliss. Sasha Banks and Ember Moon versus the Ride Squad. I thought it was odd right off the bat that we had Alexa, who's a heel, teaming with two faces. Yeah. But I guess we'll, we'll get to that. Anything anything interesting? No, they just kind of like battled back and forth until Alexa decided that she Alexa, was a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> Faked an ankle injury. Yeah. And, and this time and we really mean... Actually fake. Yes. The, the, oh my ankle! Yeah, oh my ankle. See, that takes all the integrity out of the well, the previous <laughs> fake injury. Well, I was gonna say the sport, but uh, we call it. Well, a, it was. A, it's sports entertainment. Yeah. It takes all the integrity out of sports entertainment. Yeah. Well, it was a you know the fakest of fakest. Yeah. Totally obvious. Uh, so it was actually funny, and then she just pieced on our teammates, which left the the riot squad uh, isolating Ember Moon. So, there was a one spot that I thought was really awesome was when uh, Sarah Logan gave Ember Moon a headbutt that just, like, sent her across the ring. It was really good. I think that uh, Liv and Sarah, especially Sarah, but Liv, too, are getting better every week to the point where they could be more than just back up to Ruby Riot. Mm-hmm. I think they're doing a good job being back up to Ruby Riot and being in situations where... You know, they're, they're getting a three-on-one advantage over people, but I think they're both improving as wrestlers to the point where they'd be legitimate threats on their own. Anyway, long and short of it, eventually we had Bailey come out to make the save for her friends Sasha and Ember Moon. They won the match. They won the match until Baron Corbin told uh, Kurt Angle that, I believe he told him that uh, Stephanie told him to fix the match, but... Or did it was it just Baron Corbin's decision? I think it was just Baron. Corbin. Baron Corbin told Kurt to go and tell the girls that uh, he was throwing out the result and that the Riot Squad had won by disqualification. By disqualification, which Kurt eventually did, and then which led to a uh, Sasha Bailey uh, falling out again. It looked like we were. Finally got to the closing chapter of Sasha versus Bailey feuding, if you want to call it that. Which I would have preferred to another week of them kind of not being friends. Mm -hmm. Like, either have it, you know, become a real feud, have them wrestle each other and fight it out, or drop it. Drop it. Drop it. Or bring it to family feud. Ooh, that'd be good. Now, is it just me or Dream of Announcer Steve Harvey? Oh, I wonder if he's been on. I don't Seems like know. something he'd do. I mean, he does everything, so... He does everything, so yeah, yeah why not wrestling? I mean, they had the wrestlers that. on Family Feud a few years ago. I'll have to look it up. Uh, we'll, we'll watch it on the YouTubes later. Yeah. Uh, so... So next we had the return of The Big Show! Uh, who I love. Yeah. We came out with the Special Olympics team, which was nice, and they, the crowd cheered for them, and they talked about next year's Special Olympics games, and 
then that they, had they, that presented Finn Balor coming out, and he got to do his entrance with the team, yeah. and then went to the ring. But I was excited to see Big Show again because I always liked him, and since I started watching again, he's been off on injury. Yeah. So I got to see him. Well, hopefully he'll have one uh, one more run in him before he's yeah. retired. So Finn was out for his main event match with Kevin Owens, and there was some some really good stuff in this match. Mm. Uh, for all the badness that came before this match, this match kind of made up for it, I think. Yeah, the whole rest of the show kind of sucked, but this match was good. This match was pretty great, yeah. Finn hit a giant hip toss on Kevin Owens. Mm. Uh, there was a really cool spot with Finn hitting the step-up insecurity on the turnbuckles on Kevin Owens. Mm. Uh, Finn hit a giant flip over the top rope. All in all, really good, good match. And uh, we saw two tied into Money in the Bank. Uh, Finn hit the coup de grace off the ladder, yeah, like which was 20 feet up 20 on the feet ladder. Up. That was really good. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. That was the close of the night. Uh, we had announced matches for next week. Uh, we had a, a four-way announced with Finn Balor, Bobby Roode, Kevin Owens, and Braun Strowman. And a women's four-way announced. Um, Sasha. Sasha. Ember, Natalia, and Alexis. Yeah. So hopefully they're good. All right. So now we're getting back into SmackDown. We just uh, watched it right before we started recording. Uh, so it's fresh. It's fresh in our minds. Mike, I know this was one of your first watches of wrestling, at least recently, too. What did you think of SmackDown today? Um, I was I was impressed. Did you did you have a favorite? Are you who are you a fan of now? Um, well, besides the new day. But besides the new day, um, you know I didn't I didn't write down her name. Uh, the one up against Charlotte Flair. Oh, Becky, Becky Lynch. Becky yeah. Lynch. Okay. Yeah, just because. Yeah, just because I also would submit to a natural redhead. <laughs> of course. Naturally of course. submissive. Um, Second. Yeah, <laughs> and I. But I also, like, I'm not very familiar with Ric Flair. Like, obviously. Um, well, no? I mean, I know of him. I know his daughter's outfit, like, the plumage yeah. was obviously an homage. And the woo. What about, what about her entrance, though? Yeah. She's using a his techno music. version of Rick's music. No, no, no. I mean, getting into the ring. Oh, yeah. No, like the split Rick cannot do the split. No, okay. He could when he was younger. <laughs> they, they didn't tape those matches then, but... She's copying his original entrance. Uh, that's Rick's team. original yeah. entrance was yeah. the splits. Yeah. The split under the bottom. Yeah, right into a backflip. Okay. Into a backflip, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so uh, SmackDown opened up with uh, Carmella. Uh, what did you guys think of Carmella? The princess of Long Island? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, princess she's of Staten Island. Staten, Staten Island. Island. I'm sorry. Staten right? Island. Yeah. I don't know. Long Island, Staten Island. They're One of those like, two nightmares. Yeah. My my big concern is with her hoops and belly button piercing. Look, do those come out for matches? Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Because even even yes, they, even stunt jumping around. Wrestling. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that just seemed hazardous. I thought um Carmella's been looking really good. Like she's got new hair and makeup, new clothes. She doesn't look. Uh, so beat as she used to. Yeah, the, she used to definitely be bottom rung. And the leotard the, with the dollar sign on it yeah. was not doing her any favors. Mm-hmm. It was just 
a horrible, horrible ring gear. Well, she looks better. She looks better, and I think she's been doing great work on the mic. I, she's I really she's got the, the she's got the crowd legitimately hating, hating her. And, hating uh, her. Uh, yeah, I think she takes she's a lot of work to make people hate you. Yeah, yeah she's yelling, "Get on your feet and show me some praise. I deserve it." Yeah, that's yeah. that's good work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so talks shit on Oscar for a little while. Shows some Oscar videos. Yeah, and I mean, she didn't even really have to doctor the footage that much. Asuka has not been doing well since uh, WrestleMania and her first loss in two and a half years. Mm-hmm. But that led us to a eventually roundabout. You know, Paige was out. There was some bickering back and forth, but eventually we got to a handicap match with uh, Sonya Deville and uh, Mandy Rose uh, versus Asuka with. Carmella on the commentary. Mm-hmm. Anybody? Any comments? Well, my favorite, and this goes under my favorite announcer bit. Okay. Nothing the announcer said, but, um, so Byron was saying something and Carmella just yelled at him, uh, no one even listens when you talk anyway. <laughs> <laughs> she's <laughs> doing, shut him up. She's yeah. doing really credible heel work. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. And the match was fine. It was okay. The match was fine. Uh, it had, like, the longest ever picture-in-picture commercials, though, which drive me fucking crazy. Yeah, if if there was a way to write in and complain, someone needs to let them know that the... It was one thing when it was one 30-second commercial. When it's a full six-minute commercial break... It's too much. It's too much. I agree wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm ready to end the picture-in-picture experiment. So Asuka, of course, easily wins, and then... Carmella gets in the ring, hits her with the belt. Yep. Just brushes her off and walks away. Yeah, man. My favorite part of the match was, as I said during it, the Superman Doomsday, like, double knockout the punch. Double knockout, <laughs> yeah. The double knockout. The double knockout. Which I was just hoping for, like, multiple uh, Oscars to just come out of the woodwork. You know, the cyborg, the teenage clone. Teenage clone with leather jacket. Mm. Make it a handicap match the other way. Exactly. Flip it. Yeah. Yeah. Flip it. Mm-hmm. Eradicator Oscar. <laughs> Yes, comic books are terrible as well. <laughs> Isn't it great that all the things we love are horrible? Yeah. yeah. It's a reflection of the horribleness in ourselves. When she when she comes out with the mask, I was just thinking at the end of Mr. Roboto, I'm like, Kilroy, mm-hmm. what are you doing here? <laughs> just need the purge siren to come out. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, I, I am not sure any anything that's going on with Asuka... The costume, the makeup, just know that she's a a, a tough a tough women's tough fighter. Cookie. Yeah, she's tough cookie. Yeah. Anyway, so next we went backstage with the Miz uh, practicing Miz Jitsu. Miz Jitsu. Uh, uh, I laughed very hard at that. I was uh, at work watching it and I laughed out. <clears throat> a lull. Channeling, channeling Danielson and Mr. Miyagi, I think. Doing chops uh, in the mu- air. Yeah. I, he must have now. YouTube read and caught up on his Cobra Kai this week. For sure. <laughs> For sure. He's practicing the uh, the Hillary Swank next karate Oof. kid. Nobody wants to remember that. Isn't it great that everything we love is horrible? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, the Miz turned around and found Mr. Bootyworth. 
the New Day's manservant who carries their pancakes, I think. <laughs> and wears a monocle. <laughs> and wears a monocle. And sometimes, sometimes a top hat. Tuxedo t-shirt. A tuxedo t-shirt, sometimes a top hat. Not today, because the New Day needed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Miz has been... So a- everybody's been wondering... Which of the new day is gonna be in Money in the Bank? Especially the Miz. The Miz is obsessed. Yeah. So the the new day came to the Miz, apologized for not uh, telling them, not telling him before uh, who was gonna be in the Money in the Bank event. Offered to let him pick which member of the new day from a hat with slips of paper, but made him do it blindfolded. So that they could trick him into putting his hand into pancake batter. Oh, shit. So, not everything that the New Day does is perfect. I thought it was funny. Uh, yeah. It was very Pancake obvious, batter. But it was <laughs> yeah, it was part of their shtick. Even my children would probably think it was hilarious. hilarious. Uh, what I thought uh, was hilarious was when Big E told Miz, uh, we're, gonna, we're here to give you a reality check. And then said, that's a move you do. <laughs> <laughs> that that I found that. I think hilarious. they also said something about their members as well. Yeah, they did mention their members. And Miz said, "You better rephrase that." <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. So that was uh, that was the first appearance of the new day tonight, tricking the Miz into putting his hand in pancake batter. <laughs> uh, up next, we had um, uh, the Bludgeon Brothers. The Bludgeon Brothers. Harper versus the Good Brothers, Carl Anderson, in preparation for the tag team match that's coming up for the uh, SmackDown tag belts at the Money in the Bank event. Luckily, it was very quick. It was short and terrible, and uh, Anderson got a lucky roll-up on Harper. What are you guys' thoughts of the Bludgeon Brothers with their... They come so out in the goat mess. Yeah, the Hot Topic Lumberjacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking more Slipknot. Yeah. 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 did they get in the wrestling? But it was like a bigger slip. Yeah. More slip, less not. Mm-hmm. All around terrible. So at this table, not favorites. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. favorites. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not feeling anything great for uh, Anderson and Gallows either. You know, nope. they... I had no idea who they even were. So they they've... They're known for being friends with AJ and known for being friends with Finn Balor. But AJ, Flat Earth AJ. Flat Earth AJ. A Flat, flat Earth J. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, A Flat Earth J. Uh, so, uh, the, but on their own, they're not, they're not doing they're anything. Okay. They're not doing Good anything boy. positive. Okay, up next we had a mixed tag match. Jimmy Uso and Naomi versus Lana and Hayden English. The announced team repeatedly said things like, this is going to show who's the best married couple in WWE. And I believe Jimmy Uso said it too. Mm-hmm. But Lana's not married to Aiden English. She's married to Rusev. So it made no sense. No. I can understand why they would have this match, save the match with with Rusev for later, you know. Mm-hmm. People care more about Rusev than Aiden English. But at least make it make sense. This match cannot prove who's the best married couple because the married couples are not in the match. They're playing by Mormon rules. 
<laughs> yes. No. For other husbands. Yeah. yeah, Mormons can only have multiple wives. Reverse, reverse, <laughs> yeah. Mormons. reverse Mormons. Scientologists? Russian Mormons. <laughs> uh, I wanted to point out, I thought, I saw it last week and then it, it reminded me again today, that Lana's new outfit has a giant vagina on her chest. I actually was, <laughs> I was looking at it. Today to try and figure out what on earth is going on. What it's called. It's a it, it looks. I think it's a candle. That. No. That. No, that is the flame. It, and then if you look right below it, look next week. There's what is pretty clearly a, a candlestick. Maybe it's a dick. Maybe they Maybe are. It's, yeah, it's a, a it's a flame. candle lighting the way to happiness. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so... It's definitely a giant vagina. Uh, so, the bulk of the match... There was two two things going on in the match. Lana was managing to somehow keep Naomi cornered over by her and Aiden English. And Jimmy Uso was repeatedly hitting Aiden English in his throat. Which, I mean, is horrible for a professional a singer. professional singer. Like and Aiden Oh, that's what that they meant by the moneymaker. Yes. Yes. yes, I called him Russian Bono in my notes. Yeah. I put Sasha Baron Cohen, question mark. Both accurate. <laughs> He's definitely a combo. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's... I feel like there should have been a rule that that scoundrel Jimmy Uso should not have been allowed... Yeah, he should have been disqualified. Yes. First of all, the throat punch is... It's too much. It's a questionable move in any match, but illegal, against a professional illegal. singer. Professional singer. Uh, uh, but uh, I will say that... Who will announce Rusev next week? Th- this, the multiple punches to the throat led to Corey saying, this could be treacherous for Aiden English's career. Treacherous... Yes, I thought he was. I thought it was about the singing part of his career, but either way, treacherous is not the correct word for that. Mm-hmm. Terrible for his career, not treacherous. Uh, anybody else? Anybody else about Aiden English? Uh, yeah, why didn't he use a special ability during the whole match? What was his special ability? Blinding his opponents with his skin. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure why. Like that. Ref- that reflected more light. Do you want to go Maybe back there to was the no days for him to like angle the reflection? <laughs> Do you want to go back to the days when they were all uh, spray tan? Spray tan- oh, no, oh, tan oh, yeah. and oh, covered well, in baby oil. It was go into- in the tanning beds. All- Actually, yes. Yeah. I want them to all have skin cancer in ten years. And, and I want them all to look exactly the same. It doesn't make sense if they don't all look exactly the same. They're not all oiled up and tanned. Tanning beds, baby oil, mullets, and steroids. That's I want, what Vince uh, wants to see. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Speedos and shrunken nards. Yes. So we went backstage for the contract signing with AJ Styles. AJ Flat Earth Styles. <laughs> And Shitsuke Nakamura. Uh, I'm surprised he even signed such a conspiracy theory. He is that true. he didn't look that contract over. <laughs> look at the here. contract. It's flat. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. This yeah. pen, this ballpoint pen, it's actually flat. Mm. Well, we got a bit with uh, Shinsuke repeatedly saying that all the pens were broken mm-hmm. until AJS slapped him in the face. Uncalled for. Uncalled for. 
and we ended with Shinsuke once again saying last man standing. And, and then just signing the contract. Signing the contract. It was a, nonsense. you know, uh, it was a time filler. Contract signings are always terrible. Mm-hmm. And they don't have a contract signing for every match. So they make no logical mm-hmm. sense. It's totally inconsistent and always ends in a fight. Usually somebody goes through a table at least. This one we only got a slap, which is kind of weird. But Shinsuke repeatedly saying that the pen doesn't work. That was funny. That was funny. Uh, We went to a friend versus friend match in Charlotte versus Becky. So, uh, Mike, what did you think of Charlotte versus Becky? Uh, again, big, big fan of Becky. Yeah. I mean, you know, the steampunk thing, punk thing, that's kind of, that's, that's done to death. It's a little play. I've had no love for it from the get-go, mm-hmm. but. Oh, but it worked. Yeah, well, but, her. oh, yeah, her, but, yeah, but an Irish ginger always. Yeah. Okay. She could be wearing anything? I, I submitted to. Yeah. <laughs> of course. So I drag that back out. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought this match was really good. I thought it was a really good match, too. There was a lot of really smooth jumps and rolls, and everything yeah. was... They're both strong wrestlers. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. You could tell that, like, one person wasn't carrying the other one. That's true. As usual. That's true. In those women's matches. And we did briefly, you know, see some tension in the friendship. Yeah. There was that lean grabbing of the legs bit. Oh, no, was, you let go. No, you let go. Yeah, yeah that was not not great. Yeah. But but we did, although it was during the commercial and should not have been, they yeah. know when the commercials are. I don't understand why they would put this bit in the, the commercials, but when... Uh, she had her locked in the legs and started flipping her Flipped over her back and forth, times. like, basically suplexing her with her legs, and that was... It looked good. It looked good. It was. I. I don't think I've seen that spot before. Mm-hmm. And, but of course it was in the Picking tiny, yeah, the, less than a quarter of the screen. Terrible. But we did get a. Uh, we got a win for oh, Becky. Becky. Becky hasn't had a lot of wins recently. She hasn't even been on TV in a long time. It's been a while. So hopefully they're trying to get something. Give her a push. Give Becky something to do. I'd yeah. much rather see. I was going to say, you have two sisters that fight constantly. What would you say that's like? Like, how does this match compare? Uh, usually I'm drunk for it. The match or the sisters? Yes. Alright. Um, edit this out. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, Good I'm, improv. <laughs> yes, and? <laughs> sisters? Yes, and? Anyway, uh, oh, uh, I mean... Charlotte doesn't need to win the women's money in the bank. No. There, she's a, a former strong champion. She'll easily move into another championship program. So I'm really hopeful that she won't win money in the bank. Uh, I didn't think before this week that Becky even had any kind of chance. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm a big Becky fan as well, it looks like we're a room of Becky fans. Yeah. There's several different reasons some of us think that she's a good wrestler some of us think that she is an irish ginger we're both correct yeah. i have three correct. and a half reasons why she's my favorite <laughs> anyway uh so uh so uh now you know she could use the money in the bank uh contract so yeah i'm hopeful for 
Uh, we went to another Samoa Joe backstage interview. Uh, Samoa Joe has been having killer backstage interviews. Uh, I think he's one of the few guys that seems like a legitimate badass. Some of what he says isn't great, but he still seems like a badass who could beat people up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do, you, do you have a different opinion of the Samoa Joe um, backstage? I just wasn't paying attention. I'm just... He's just not my favorite. It's not your favorite? No, not your favorite. No. So then we got a, another... Another um, terrible person with Big Cass. Oh, jeez, yeah. I forgot about the Big Cass interview. Just talking shit on Daniel Bryan for way too way long. Way too... He was just going on, on, on and, and on. on. It's like, I hate this person yeah. so much. I love him. I secretly... Early in the... In the... Uh, early in the interview, I thought, okay... Cass got in a couple good uh, digs on Daniel Bryan, but then it, it started hitting five, ten. I and think then, it was like, on for an hour. The camera like panned down and it was shooting him from below, so it made him look a million tall. feet tall. Yeah. We get it. He's seven feet tall. That's his whole shtick. But yeah, by the end of it, I was like, I think he's said Daniel Bryan is little like twenty times, and the first time, you know, it's a good dig. The crowd loves Daniel Bryan. Calling him a little man is a good way to get the crowd angry. I was on board. I was on board the second time he said it. I was on board the third time he said it. By the 200th time he said it, I was long since ready to have him off my TV. And, like, I love a bad guy, but he is terrible at it. He's not funny. No, it wasn't wasn't clicking. He did. I thought this was a good little uh, dig. A good big man will always beat a good little man. I thought that was a good dig. That was about it. There were a couple digs. Poor little guy, but it just went on too long. And then we had uh, a an- final match. No, we had another backstage well, bit. There, this oh. one was even more forgettable than the last, but we oh, had yeah. Sin Cara. Oh, God. Green yeah. Panther. Green Panther. Come out. Sorry. Uh, and. Uh, Anyway, at the end of the day, Andrade uh, Cien Almos uh, beat up Sin Cara in preparation for their match next week. How on earth that makes me want to see their match next week. I already saw them beat them up. And I don't think anybody's cared about Sin Cara in at least five years, but... Well, maybe, like, he'll get, like, the suit with the kinetic energy in it. <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. <laughs> Um, yeah. It'll yeah. be. <laughs> anyway, next week, a match that no one wants to see between Sin Cara and potential strong heel Andrade Cien Amos. We come to the big main event with everyone's favorite, The New Day, coming out, throwing pancakes, playing the trombone. This was your first time witnessing the. The full New Day entrance, entrance, the full bit. I'm looking to you, you, Mike and Anthony. What did you think? It was, it it had all the the celebratory uh, finesse and pizzazz of like a New Orleans funeral. (laughs) I think that's what they're going for. With pancakes. With pancakes. pancakes. I'm pretty, and quote me on this New Orleans funerals. 
They throw pancakes. They throw, yeah. I've been to a few. And, well, it depends yeah. on the yeah. time. If it's in the morning, yes, pancakes. Yeah, in the morning, and as long as it's not the fall. In, if it's, yeah, yeah, if it's in the autumn, sh- pumpkin spice. It's crawfish, crawfish, right? Crawfish, yeah. yeah. Crawfish, crawdads, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Anthony, what did you think? Did you like the new day, too? Yeah. So a, a room full of new day lovers. Good, but man. So, so uh, we moved on to... Rusev versus uh, Rusev, The Miz, and Samoa Joe versus The New Day. We started the match with Xavier Woods and The Miz. Anybody? Anybody got any comments? What are we? What are, what are we like? What are we I just mean, like? I do like The Miz. I love any match he's in. I think he's great. He's funny. He's a good bad guy. Rusev is fine. Samoa Joe's all right. See, no, Samoa Joe steals the show for me. Just yeah. being, he's like a cloning experiment. <laughs> Just trying to combine The Rock and Kevin James, mm-hmm. like trying to get that that box office draw from both sides, but just ending up with the worst aspects of both. Like it went wrong, like The like Fly. King of Queens. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's like Brundle Fry, Brundle Fly of uh, <laughs> of The Rock and mm-hmm. Kevin James. The the worst aspects of The Rock and Kevin James. Mm-hmm. I was like Dwayne the Blart Johnson. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> <laughs> right. So The Rock and Kevin James is what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just clarifying. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we had a bunch of good spots. Uh, There was a lot of good Kofi jump work, I thought. A big E hit a massive overhead belly-to-belly on Rusev. That was awesome. I think Uh, he did it twice. Yeah. He hit a he hit a suplex early in the match on Rusev that was okay. But the second one, the giant one, was awesome. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, Big E did a big dive through the ropes, so, which yeah. uh, is not something you see from a guy as big as Big E mm-hmm. very often. And it that looked good. It looked good. It was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got down. We got down to the end. Towards the end of the match, New Day was most of the New Day was out. On yeah, the everybody floor. was knocked out. Miz uh, uh, grabbed the pancakes. Cause the crowd. Went wild, yeah. and they it looked like they were gonna shove the pancakes down. Uh, I believe it was Biggie's throat. Correct? Was Biggie in there? I thought it was Xavier. Maybe I thought he Xavier. had Rusev and Samoa Joe pick up Xavier. Xavier. Mm-hmm. Um, and but in preparing to hit Xavier with the pancakes, uh, Miz accidentally hit Rusev and Samoa Joe. Which led to Samoa Joe and Rusev both hitting their finishers on the Miz and leaving him <laughs> half dead in the ring for the new day to pin. Well, the, if you didn't see, the pancake uh, platter stuck to his hand mm-hmm. because it was the same hand that he stuck into the hat. Oh, shit. Yeah. They, they're on levels platter. that we like, can't Full even imagine. Full circle. Full circle. They're cheats, then. Yeah. They should be disqualified. It was the Marvel Infinity War of wrestling. Anyway, that was the end of SmackDown <laughs> for the week. The New uh, Day won, obviously. The New Day did win, obviously. Uh, the match and our hearts. <laughs> the yes. match and our hearts. So, uh, what did everybody think? What did everybody think of SmackDown this week? Uh, I thought SmackDown was stronger than Raw. I thought SmackDown uh, I like that it's shorter. I like the way it's presented. I like that there's more wrestling. They get facts on the screen as if it were a real sporting event. And... Um, overall, the matches were stronger. There was uh, one of the things I liked was there was a lot of women's matches, and uh, they were 
weaved throughout. Right. And, and I like the women's uh, division right now, so it kept my interest. And uh, Becky and Charlotte was easily as strong as anything that was presented for the men this week. Yeah. Uh, the mixed tag match, not so much. Asuka's match wasn't the best thing on the show. Although Asuka has had matches that were the best thing on the show this this week, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. But uh, well, she was pretty ballsy to come out and say she's going to fight both. Yeah. 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 And Frank and Fred are allowing it. Yeah. Not a fan of Paige, I guess. I think it's Paige's makeup <laughs> that is really strong. Yeah, it is yeah. a very harsh Assertive look. makeup. It's yeah. like Sharpie eyebrows, but real thick. Even if you're not going to respect the person, you should respect the office of general manager yeah. of WWE SmackDown. Like Dr. <laughs> Frankenfurter. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you. Uh, well, so, uh, were you looking at forward to any of the matches next week? We had the Sin Cara match, which obviously everyone's looking forward to. Edge of my seat on that one. Edge. Edge. The very uh, edge. I yes. think the, the... Sir, you are firmly seated there. <laughs> you are lying. You've seen through my clever ruse. I think the two Fatal 4 Ways on Raw should be good. Yeah. That'll be fine. I mean, it's fine. all really, when you get this close to the pay-per-view... It's yeah, that whatever. Next... There's no stakes. Everything's been pretty much decided. Yeah, with the pay-per-view coming up on the 17th, I mm-hmm. guess next week's shows will be the last. The uh, last, yeah. The go-home shows before the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we're to our favorite part of the show. Push it. Push, Push it, it real good. Mm-hmm. All right. New to our conversations about wrestling, Mike and Anthony. This is where we talk about who we want to... Uh, Get a better push next week. What do you want to see more of? What do you want to see more of? What did you see tonight? And say, that's the person that I want to see next week. Uh, Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not not just because he's like that the dark mirror universe of The Rock, mm-hmm. um, but also I think the workout will do him some good. He's a he's a bit jiggly for a, a sports athlete. a professional sports entertainer, uh-huh. and uh, I think you know just kind of. Tightening, Tighten toning it up. up. Yeah. yeah. Might be good. Tight. It might be good. It looks a little hypertensive, I think. It would... I concur. Yeah. Yeah. And women? Any women you're looking forward to next week? Um. Hmm. Or that you want, not next week, that you want to see more of, a bigger push. I know uh, you don't know exactly who's been getting a push right now, but out of who you saw, who would you like to continue oh, seeing? Oh, Oscar just being weird and. Always. Yeah, just brutal. Just being Japanese Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah. Oscar's <laughs> uh, uh, push probably can't get any bigger, but yeah. So so continue so, that trend. So continue that yeah, trend. It's working for me. I, uh, I want to see more Oscar every week too. I had down uh, Carmella. Carmella. Like what she's been getting, and uh, I think they should continue with that. Um, Becky. I was surprised by this week, and I'd like her to get a push because she's actually a good wrestler. Yeah. Um, How about in the men's the men, di- division? I had Elias. I think they should let him do more than just the guitar berate the audience bit, which I love, but let him get in the ring and wrestle as well. I would agree with Be that. Elias guy. is... I'm looking forward to seeing where Elias goes. Mm-hmm. So he's proven that he can get the crowd to hate him. Now let's see what he can do a little bit more in the mm-hmm. ring. Let's see if he's ready for 
Also, you know, the main event or the semi-main event. Who I was missing this week, the Iconics, didn't oh. show up. It's disappointing because they were and getting a push. I think that's two weeks in a row yeah. without the Iconics. And I agree I miss the Iconics, too. They, they're... There aren't a lot of really strong heels in the women's division. Mm-hmm. Carmella is really coming on strong as a heel, but and I do really like the Riot Squad, but I thought that the Iconics were, for a few weeks, they are really looking to take strong. over as the lead heels, and then they haven't been on for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Anybody? I am looking forward a little bit to seeing where the um, Baron Corbin thing goes with the... Uh, yeah, I could go... Really, it could go either way, but really I'm terrible or be entertaining for a couple weeks. Hopefully, it's entertaining for a little yeah. while. The Kurt bickering with Stephanie over the phone doesn't work. Oh, I love when he's on the phone. I, I love that he's on the phone. I love that he's pretending to be talking on a phone that's obviously turned off. That's great. Mm-hmm. But the fact that, you know, Stephanie's sending messages to him over the phone, telling him what to do, doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. I mean, so to have a a proxy for her to, like, bring her messages, I think could help Kurt. Because he's being forced to interact with a phone that's turned off. I don't, I don't know. Like, there's only so much you can do with that. Now, are they... Are they, like, split-screening or, like, audio dubbing no, reading no. on the no. other side of the it's conversation? It's just him. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're right. But, uh, Steph, I wanted to do this. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. And then he just puts the phone away. Okay, so we could <laughs> easily do a bit where you record his half and then just kind of insert oh, our own yeah. conversation. Uh, just, yeah, for sure. For next week, <laughs> because they do backstage bits with him and the phone every week, so we have a plan. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. Look for uh, some what was Stephanie saying? angle edits up on Instagram. Okay. All right. Anybody have anything else that they want to get in this week? No. All right. Hit us up on the social media. Look for our Instagram. Facebook, Twitter, wherever. Nuclear Heat Podcast. And we'll see you. Reviews on iTunes or wherever you listen. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Well, you'll we'll hear you'll hear us next week. Yeah. Thanks. Fix that. <laughs>